Hello, hello. Welcome to our podcast. We've got Amrita. Hello. Sahana. Hi. Divya. Hello, hello. Janani. Hi, hi. And me, Shreya. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to episode 19 of the Pen Pod. We just wanted to thank you guys for your support. We really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to listen to our discussions. We hope you guys enjoyed our episode last week. It was super fun for us to share our favorite recipes and vegetarian lifestyles. We hope you don't hate us for talking about food in yet another episode. Since we've been friends for literally 15 million years, we've learned a lot along the way. So this week, we wanted to talk about what we know when it comes to maintaining healthy relationships. First, we're going to start off with the fun game of who's most likely to. Let's see how well we really know each other. Okay, I can go first. So my question is, who is most likely to invent something but die before pan- patenting oh it? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait, I think who's most likely to invent something first? Yeah, that's, that's the question. Right? Yeah. I think Bob would. I think Divya really? would. Yeah, I was going to say both of them. Really? Or Sana. I was going to say Sana, I don't yeah. think Honestly, would... I could Sana. But I don't think it'd be me or Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's just like I feel like I think it would be me too. <laughs> oh, I wow. think I no, yeah. I think it is only for I the whole like yeah, they die the before question. patenting it. Yeah, yeah I because think it's I think Bub and Divya would definitely patent it. <laughs> yeah, we'd be very right there. Would be able to do <laughs> yeah. that. How would I die though? I don't know. I don't. It doesn't mean you died like right after you came up with the invention. Like you could have just put off patenting it for a <laughs> yeah, long. exactly. As long as the name Prakash is on it, it's not a big deal. <laughs> um, <laughs> leave my legacy somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it's gonna be you, son. I yeah, think, my, be. my money's going on you. <laughs> okay, who's next? I can go next. <laughs> I, I know the answer, so if you guys don't immediately say who this person is, I'm going to be very upset and we're not friends, actually. Oh, wow. Letting you know right now. Oh, no. Who is most likely to get into a serious political argument while drunk? Shreya. There you go. I want to be, be very clear that I am not 21 yet, but I would get into a political argument. That's true. She doesn't need to be drunk, drunk to get do it. Into a political <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Thanks a lot. That wasn't even the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm enjoying okay, it. Okay, good. So much. Friendship I intact. <laughs> I don't okay, know if Shreya agrees, but. It's no, no, because... she does. She no, hates it that it's true. No, I do agree. <laughs> yeah. But it's also because I'm passionate, and some people just be saying dumb stuff sometimes. <laughs> I gotta put them in their place. Okay. <laughs> this is true. Shreya is the one that helps us fight our battles because sometimes we don't have the guts to say it ourselves. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'll go next, since everybody wanted to put me on the spot. Who is most likely to try a shortcut to earning money? Bub. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing, though. I feel like you just find the most efficient way to get there. Mm. Like, you'd be given a set of, like, 20 instructions, but then you would do it in three. I think I... it also, it, it's only for stuff that she doesn't really care about. I feel like if she cares mm-hmm. about yeah. stuff, she'll yeah. painstakingly do, like, oh, yeah. the perfect Agreed. way. Oh, definitely. Sometimes more than she needs to. But yeah. That's a different mm-hmm. Like, she has the opposite problem if it, she's passionate about it, basically. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no, no, no debate was even needed for that. Yeah. One. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Honestly. <laughs> okay. My question is who is more likely to drop something valuable into the toilet? Sana. <laughs> really? <laughs> Sana's just like. 
I literally, you guys want to hear a funny story. So we were at an ice cream place and I wanted to take a picture on the fountain. Oh. There was a fountain. And oh. your girl literally fell into the fountain. Oh. <laughs> I didn't fall all the way in, but yeah, oh. I can. Enough to be considered falling into the fountain. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> And but this yeah, isn't the first time you fall me. into boxes. Like you've, you you drop your own body. Like I can imagine you dropping yeah. other <laughs> objects there. Exactly. Easy. Yeah, yeah. That was the point. <sighs> That's my point. <laughs> she looks so sad. Yeah. She's like, this is me. This is true. <laughs> you know what? This is why I have an OtterBox phone case as well. Because I just drop my phone all the time. <laughs> okay, there we go. Okay. Who is most likely to binge watch a movie the night before an important exam? Shreya. <gasps> Or you. Oh or God. you. I was going to say Amrita or Shreya. Okay, I don't do it the day before an exam, okay? I the week before. Yeah. I might have in the past. It's just who's most likely yeah. to, not who will. Yeah, it's the both of you. It's literally yeah. the both it's, of you. I guess. I think it's what also made you too. Okay, you know what? <laughs> San, why? <laughs> what? Sana's like, um... <laughs> do, I, do I expose myself like this? Do I do expose myself or not? <laughs> but I feel like Sana's a little more... I don't know. Sana, like, not in like a... I'm dissing the other two, but I feel like she's a little bit more self-controlled than Shreya. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Later, I, god. I wouldn't do it the day before. I'd probably do it like... Like I do it beforehand. Maybe like I might do it over the like the weekend before. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I do. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So this is the last episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's our last most likely to question. Who's most likely to resolve a conflict in a friendship? I think this is a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it actually is. All of us. All of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. I think we've all been through enough life experience to like be mature enough that we will resolve conflicts on our own and Mm -hmm. not just like sit and wait for the other party to come and do that. Yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. So even with each other, I think we are invested enough. They were like, well, no matter what happens, we're going to work this out. And so we'll figure out a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. talk yeah. through everything because there's that like is it a saying that it's like if you've been friends with someone for over seven years you're gonna be friends with them forever is that what yeah. it is mm-hmm. it's something yeah. like that we're mm-hmm. well past seven years so <laughs> yeah. we're stuck with each other forever we've done the seven years like two twice over already <laughs> like actually yeah oh my god we actually have yeah. <gasps> almost, we're old oh we're old anyway the two lives moving on over yeah almost yeah in a couple years oh my god that's crazy so basically also spending multiple lifetimes together yes oh my god i'm gonna cry anyway Anyway. (laughs) i also a little disgusting I feel like even within our group too, we, we all like pass the torch in a way. Like if there's not that we've had like I sound like I'm bragging when I say this, but like we haven't had a too many conflicts, I don't think. Yeah. Especially in like the past like what five years, we haven't had that many. We've had like what one little situation that we need to like talk stuff out about. That's I think it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember yeah. unless I have awful memory. So I don't think we have too many conflicts, but even when we did when we were younger, we kind of like, <laughs> everyone took turns in taking that first step to be like, okay, we need to talk about this. It wasn't always yeah. like Divya being like, guys, there's a, <laughs> like, we need to talk about this or like, 
bub every single time. We all were like, okay, like I'll take the initiative to clear the air between everyone. And the responsibility doesn't always fall on one person. Yeah. I think we also know each other well enough now that even when small things come up or if something bothers us, we usually just say it immediately and mm -hmm. like share the fact that we're bothered so that it's out there but even that doesn't happen very often like obviously yeah. like nothing's perfect like if they're super small things sometimes it's like why even bring it up yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. recent in recent times like you said in the last four or five years that that hasn't even happened because we know each other well enough to know like what things to say what things to not and yeah, how to communicate become... with each other yeah because then it's not a conflict that yeah it needs yeah. resolving right it's yeah. like hey i'm annoyed because of this exactly and yeah. then it's like a yeah oh okay sorry either I, i'll fix it or like this is how it's going on my end and it's like okay we're just mm -hmm. talking it out and then bam everything's fine yeah, i think we're, yeah. we're super comfortable with each other so mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. if a conflict does occur we're not afraid to confront that person yeah. yeah because yeah. it's not like a i find you annoying it's like yeah. something is happening and it's yeah. a specific mm -hmm. thing that is bothering me yeah which is completely valid like things are not going to be perfect all yeah. the time and no matter yeah. how well we, we know really each close. other it'll still some things might still happen like that like yeah. that yeah. that will still happen with my sister or my parents and i'll be like mm, i didn't really like that but that's yeah. because we're human i feel like it's that's a difficult thing for some people to understand I don't know, because sometimes in other relationships, it's like, okay, if someone gets upset at somebody, that is what will like make or break a relationship. And I think for us, mm -hmm. luckily enough, we're all at this in the same mindset of like, there's this overarching, like we all love each other and we have the yes. utmost respect for each other. Mm -hmm. And that's like the bigger umbrella. But then like the tiny oh. things that come in are like, hey, I'm annoyed that this situation happened and like they acted this way yeah and, but that doesn't take away from the fact that we still care about each other so much and we still want everything to go well for the other yeah. person yeah. even with our relationship with them i think it's very similar to i think we kind of mentioned it before but like a family in the sense that mm -hmm. at the end of the day we love each other and we care about each other and mm -hmm. so anything that's in between like in every conversation we have the end goal is to resolve it and we're always mm -hmm. on the same page of like resolving it and yeah. like we're good which is very important mm -hmm. that we're like on the same page in that sense mm -hmm. so then if we ever get off track anywhere else it's like fixable yeah, yeah. I think the common mm -hmm. thing that I've seen in a lot of like my friendships specifically is the dedication to wanting to resolve it, right? Like yeah. two mm -hmm. people can be very different and communicate very differently and not, you know, express things very differently. But as long as there's a dedication to wanting to fix things and being like, hey, this bothered me or just at least trying to put it into words, like some people don't like use words as much to communicate but they'll use like body language or they'll be like different indicators as long as you mm -hmm. have the want to understand how your loved one communicates and how they're telling you that something is bothering you i feel like like obviously nothing's perfect but almost everything can be resolved as long as there's that piece in it yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's very true i think also for our friend group specifically whenever someone is upset for any reason or just anything other than in a good mood it's very easy for the other people to pick up on it even if it's not verbally said by that person like mm -hmm. i know that you guys almost always know when i'm down or when i'm upset even if it's like not at anybody in this group if it's just like something's happening and i'm not in the best 
like mindset or best like mm-hmm. emotionally you guys will understand that and that just comes with like one being comfortable with each other and also like like understanding how this other person functions right. in life like maybe i need to give her space and she'll t- come to us because i almost always do yeah. so like that's how you guys know <laughs> like i deal with yeah, these things right exactly. and that's like obviously a privilege that we have right because of this lifelong friendship that we have but mm-hmm. and not everyone needs that either like we mm-hmm. flourish with that and we thrive off of that like even mm-hmm. when we're having problems with other friendships or relationships we usually come back to each other because we're also different so if we yeah. express something and someone else is like mm, i don't know if that's how like i would have interpreted it or it's like yeah that was really messed up and i think that it's okay that you're like this is why it's okay that you're feeling like that dot 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 whatever it is yeah so mm-hmm. like some people don't need that some people just process stuff on their own so like everyone's different which just comes back to the fact that you just have to find how people communicate and like how to find out what someone else needs mm-hmm. yeah I think another thing for our group is maybe not specific to us but we were just kind of born into this huge friend group and right. so there's more invested in our friendship than just five of us like at least like when we were younger sometimes like our parents would have to be like guys yeah, work it like- out this is not Jake because like no matter what happens the rest of our families are still going to be hanging out yeah <laughs> And yeah. so, it's like, only good for all for of us, us if we stay on like a good page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. we've definitely gotten past the point where that's the only thing holding us together. Obviously, <laughs> we've had so um, much. Yeah. So I would much hope so. That's yeah. <laughs> happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the conflicts that we've had in the past. Um, we were kind of kids at the time, right? Yeah. We, we yeah. Didn't really... yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. It was a lot of like really situational like factors that were yeah. a part of it. So we haven't had any conflicts in the past past few years, right? At least. I think one of us said it before, but we really are like a family in that, mm-hmm. you know, with your family members, no matter how much conflict or disagreements you have, in the end, you're still related and you're still going to love them. And yeah. that's definitely how it is with us too, I think. Yeah, for sure. We're the family we chose for each other. Oh. Kind of. Oh. <laughs> but like in a way like we're lucky enough that our parents are as close as they are with each yeah. other mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if they were that close that doesn't like guarantee the fact that we would have been this close like we could have yeah. easily just like gone to these family friend functions and been like oh yeah, yeah hey bud and like that's it like it wasn't <laughs> but- it's like <laughs> I, like it wasn't as meaningful as it right. has become mm-hmm. Like, I think we would have been friends, but, like, yeah. we're... Not but, like, the, yeah. not as deep as it is now. It's also, every time our families would meet, we would look forward to see, seeing each other. Yeah. 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 And uh, we would, like, make efforts to hang outside of, mm-hmm. like, family friend events. So that, like, contributed towards our friendship now. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think and, it helps that, like, our parents aren't upset when we go hang out with each other compared yeah. to, like, <laughs> other people. Like, if you I were to be like, to I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I were to be like, can I go to a sleepover? And they're going to be like, where? I'd be like, Sana's house. They'd be like, ah, fine. But, but no <laughs> yeah, worries. Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah but my I parents see you guys as their kids, too. So that's like... Yeah, oh, yeah we actually are uh, this huge, like, 50-person family. We're a joint family. <laughs> yeah, my gosh. And I think because we, like, want to be friends, that's mm-hmm. the reason we've been able to work past these conflicts that yeah. we've had. Because... When we look back on them, they're not these huge things that would have made or broken a friendship. Like, 
they were kind of, they were very childish but it's like it uh, like with, no but like the point what i'm trying to say is that if it was with someone else who you're not as close to it could have easily just like faded fizzled out the friendship like yeah like you was, wouldn't have had as much incentive to fix that whatever was mm-hmm. broken yeah and so it comes yeah. down to if you're on kind of like reiterating like mm-hmm. one something i think that's very important in keeping friendships with anybody and not just each other is that you're on the same page that at the end of the day you yeah. you're important to each other and mm-hmm. no matter what conflicts come up if anything comes up that's the bottom line so you're gonna yeah. resolve it because you're both on the same page about that yeah that's very yeah. true i mean we've kind of said it already but mm-hmm. a really big aspect of also what works in relationships is just open communication so feeling comfortable enough to talk to someone if something is not Mm -hmm. sitting right with you yeah no matter how big or small that is and again that understanding that it's not the end of the world if something happens where someone's unhappy in this relationship or friendship and along with that communication I think is the understanding that conflict isn't bad and it's a step to Mm -hmm. bettering a relationship so it's one thing to be like okay conflict isn't the deal breaker yeah you have to be able to spin that result of the conflict into something more positive Mm -hmm. which it's like one tiny extra step past just being okay with there being a problem in a relationship and fixing it because if you fix that you can't just like you know move on with your life really like if the thing happens again then you're not really fixing anything you have to be able to view that resolution as like okay now from now on we're gonna be this much better because of that conversation and discussion we just had right Mm -hmm. and kind of going off of that it kind of re-emphasizes the point that if you feel like you're not able to bring up certain conflicts or something with a friend then you'll have to you kind of have to reevaluate that relationship because you should be able Mm -hmm. to bring up things that bother you and things that that make you uncomfortable because if you don't then eventually it's going to change yeah yeah Yeah, it's gonna snowball into something worse so then that's kind of why having these conversations and getting to an actual resolution will make your relationship stronger if you feel like you're walking on eggshells around this person then it's probably a good idea to sit down and have a conversation with them about it yeah yeah and like we're creating a space with each other where we can make that happen but like it, it's a halfway thing and if someone isn't meeting you halfway then you just have to be like well i'm doing everything i can so yeah, yeah exactly and that kind of reminds me of literally just in time for this episode in my psych class we were talking about um, how to have like healthy relationships or what makes a good mm-hmm. relationship and stuff and one mm-hmm. of the things i was reading about was what the conflict is about is not as important as how you approach resolving that mm-hmm. conflict yeah yeah right mm-hmm. and when you're like what like shreya said when you're trying to resolve that conflict like if you guys are not a not ready to compromise or if one person is giving mm-hmm. more than the other then mm-hmm. maybe you're not on the same page or as much on the same right. page as you originally thought you were and in order to reach that conclusion that will be beneficial for both of you there has to be the same end goal i think it's also important to remember that the end goal can change yes you know, like that yeah. relationships are very dynamic and circumstances change and the place you're in at your life and the place they are in their life is yeah. going to be constantly constantly changing 
and you have to adapt to that and sometimes it doesn't go the way you expect it to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you can always grow with someone that you're invested in keeping around you. Like mm-hmm. that's definitely something that we've done. Like we communicate extremely differently from when we were in middle school. That's just oh, part of growing, that. up. <laughs> yeah, growing um, up. Also part because we just didn't really communicate in middle school. But that's something <laughs> different. Um but in any like in any friendship or relationship, as long as you're understanding that people are gonna change and that you're gonna change and you'll have to just keep not in a formal way but you'll have to kind of keep updating each other on what you need from them and what they need from you because it's a symbiotic relationship <laughs> you have yeah. to give yeah. no yeah so. yeah that's so yeah. true if you truly care about your friendship with this person you will take the initiative to confront this person about the issue a lot of the times it's hard to take that step but i think if you really care about someone you will take that step i think another thing when we're talking about talking to somebody about how you're feeling and asking them how they're feeling another red flag that i i've seen is when some when the other person doesn't validate your feelings because mm-hmm. at the end of the day your feelings are valid no matter how you're feeling even if it is not aligned with how another person is feeling everyone is entitled to their own opinion and you generally can't control how you feel about things mm-hmm. and yeah. you know some things are out of your hand especially when it comes to matters of the heart so like <laughs> it, it's a respect thing if you don't right, get yeah. that respect mm-hmm. from the other person where they don't show you that they think your feelings are valid then there's mm-hmm. already an inherent problem like that's the first step you have to start with yeah. and you have to get them to understand that just because you guys see things differently doesn't mean that you're wrong or they're wrong like you both can be very yeah. right. and i think we've done well with that too we know we don't all have the same opinions about everything yeah i think that's actually kind of yeah. good that we i mean it's kind yeah. of weird if we have the exact same opinion <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 maybe we've been spending a little too much time together <laughs> yeah like it, that also doesn't facilitate any growth within yeah. relationships because right. That's true. if you're not pushing each other to broaden your minds about different perspectives then you're not you're not growing as a person at all really yeah mm-hmm. but at the same time it's it should be respectful and right. you need to acknowledge that people don't think the same way as you but that's okay they're mm-hmm. not wrong for not thinking the same way as you because even if your feelings are because of some kind of miscommunication and the reason is that you're both on like different pages and right. something went wrong which is why this even happened mm-hmm. that doesn't change the fact that those feelings deserve to be validated because due to that miscommunication you were thinking two different things which mm-hmm. happens like people are not always going to be in step with each other so yeah. if someone asks you like oh but i don't think you should feel that way then it kind of takes away from the whole conversation and it shows that they're not willing to listen to you yeah. even if they think they are or they're trying to say that they are it just mm-hmm. kind of communicates that they've made up their mind yeah. and now yeah. they're trying to change mm-hmm. yours and i think there's definitely different levels to that i know we've we've said a lot there's you have to have the same kind of end goal in your mind as the person that you're trying to work it out with cuz if that isn't lining up then obviously there's not really going to be a resolution to it but mm-hmm. i also think it's very valid that people don't necessarily have to be your closest friend for them to be in your life. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of validity in functional friendships and relationships. Like there's a lot of people I know through the organizations I'm a part of, but what I 
like want to go and tell them all my secrets. As one individual, any relationship that you have in your life is at that same level of right. relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is too many things to be dealing with for yeah. one human being. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and also there are things where like, like let's say most of us all go to different universities and schools, right? We don't talk to each other about every single thing that happens in a class mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like on campus whenever that is a thing for all of us. <laughs> we we come to each other when something's really stressing us out and we right. feel like, you know, we need to talk it out. But I'm sure that there are other things where like, if we're talking about an exam for a class, there are friends <laughs> that you have in that class that yeah. you're going to talk about yeah. the exam with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maintaining those boundaries so that you're not overwhelming yourself and the other person like yeah I, you guys would all be so overwhelmed with just my life if I were to come <laughs> to you for every single thing that happened yeah. in my life mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so that's like also part of maintaining a healthy relationship by understanding yeah, that sure. like it's not like it's a taboo topic obviously but right you mm-hmm. want to be able to have different people to go to for different things yeah a little food for thought I guess it's just different context of your life other than context also just the length of your friendship every like every friendship you have does not have to be lifelong mm-hmm. yeah you know? mm-hmm. and it reminds me of this book i read last summer called lucky caller by emma mills and basically like the main character is in this like group project at school for some radio show or podcast class that they're in and the group just kind of comes together as a bunch of people who are not friends before like they kind of knew each other but they weren't best friends and through the course of the project they become good friends but after the project ends they're like you know this was a good run like it was nice knowing you guys but none of mm-hmm. them feel the pressure to keep that relationship yeah. going because mm-hmm. that class is what's holding you together and mm-hmm. once you don't have that like you're not gonna be like yeah. what do you talk to them about and like you being okay with it. that is also yeah you don't want to force it like if you guys mm-hmm. bonded over something else and like go for it be friends outside of class but you don't yeah. have to think that every single person you meet you're gonna have to keep up this relationship forever you know what's another really good example of that the movie the half of it i didn't see it we watched this together yeah but i was reading the director's like um commentary on the script and things and she was talking about how because in the movie for a very very basic overview so these three people who like never really interacted meet each other and they're getting to know each other but then they end up graduating and like going to college at the end of it and mm-hmm. so all three of them go to three different places and they weren't really close either but yeah. then it was kind of like they needed to know each other for that moment in order to be changed people to continue the next chapters of their lives like that was just mm-hmm. it's the picture of when you like get to know someone and then once you know them you like don't know them anymore and it's like not in a bad way like it's kind of bittersweet in that Mm -hmm. it was a good relationship and you like helped each other and it's good memories to look back on and it kind of sucks that like everything doesn't last forever but everything doesn't have to last last forever because it's done its purpose of you meant something to each other at that part of your lives. Mm-hmm. And so while sometimes conflicts can lead to sad endings to friendships, friendships don't even always have to end, sadly. And sometimes you just drift apart too. Yeah, I think one of the lessons I've learned is that it's okay to outgrow the friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that friendship was good at the time, but mm-hmm. if it's okay to like let that person go. Yeah. yeah. I actually have like two things popped up when you both are talking. One is it's okay for you to, I don't want to say cut people off, but kind of like 
grow apart from someone or decide that you don't need this friendship if it becomes too much for you to handle in like right. a negative way like maybe it was positive when it first started but if mm -hmm. it becomes maybe too toxic too overwhelming too just anything if it's like draining you more than it's benefiting you it's totally valid and within your rights to you know take a step back and be like this isn't it for me you know mm -hmm. and it doesn't need to be this uh incredibly dramatic cutting off situation I think it could yeah. be as natural mm -hmm. as like you just decide like over time you're gonna stop talking like maybe you just make it a natural shift into like not having to communicate so much but mm -hmm. I mean also at the same time I, I think it's very unhealthy to the minute some one thing goes wrong you're like this is it this is too toxic I can't handle this I think yeah. There is a point where like the bads outweigh the goods and being able to acknowledge when that happens for your own self is um, part of maintaining a healthy relationship. And it doesn't mean that like you shouldn't feel obligated to continue just like everyone else has been saying. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important mm -hmm. just for yourself to know where your boundaries are, right. like how mm -hmm. we've been saying this whole time. And I think yes. another thing is kind of with the length of relationships. I sometimes feel like there's this huge glorification of how college is going to be where you find your lifelong friends. And yeah. if that mm -hmm. doesn't happen, that's okay. Like I sometimes think there's too much pressure for that mm -hmm. because maybe you need friends for those four years or how, five, three, how many of your years you're going to be in college, right? I think if you have those friends for that long period of time and then maybe you don't talk as often as you used to in college, that's totally valid. Like they're not you don't have to have these friends be there for your whole life because that's too people, much pressure. That everyone goes to college too and they don't always go at the same time either. So yeah. the fact that people yeah. do glorify that is like, it's just not right because that's not how friendships yeah. work. Like my close friends from high school, I'd known most of them since middle school. So it was more than four years of friendship. And I was like, we're all going different directions. Like, this is going to be so sad. Like, I'm going to miss them. But everyone always says like, oh, just because you're a close friend in high school doesn't mean you're going to be best friends in college. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, how is that even possible? Like, how am I <laughs> going to just move on? But, you know, things come up like you find yeah. other you do find other friends mm -hmm. and time is very influential in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I realize I don't talk to my a lot of my close high school friends as much as I would have if I was in high school. And that's understandable. Like we're all in such different places now. But also I got to college and I was like, how, how did I make friends? <laughs> how did you used to make friends? And also, you know, the pandemic changes things because you don't hang out with people in the same way you normally would. Like what is organic? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know, we're, we're working through it. <laughs> we are. I think we're also growing into ourselves a lot, especially the last two or three years. Mm -hmm. And we're really finding out how how friendships just form and how to keep those boundaries for ourselves. I'm proud of us. I am. I think it's um, also about understanding that you're not perfect and you should be open to receiving constructive criticism oh, yeah. from your friends. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's a matter of not getting defensive when someone tells you something and being mm -hmm. able to like reflect what they're feeling and right. making sure that their feelings are valid, like we talked about. It's just very yeah. important to always understand the person that you are maintaining that relationship with. Care about people, do your yeah. best. And make an, make an be effort kind. as well. I also just feel like when we had this whole discussion, we kind of made maintaining relationships and friendships like a very serious and like these are all the things that go into it one like in reality they're very natural and oh, yeah. don't think about it too much I guess 
I feel like if you overthink stuff, it also, you, you don't want to self-sabotage, right? right? And so yeah. let things flow naturally and don't, you don't want to force anything and you like, don't overthink stuff and don't stress out about it. I don't think any of us really think that deep into our friendships with each other, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just like a thing yeah. that's there. <laughs> We're stuck with each other, so oh, yeah. we'll get through anything. <laughs> I think that's mostly because every single one of your friendships is not going to be the same kind of friendship. Yeah. Like, some of them you'll be more like family and others you'll be just like roommates. And in all of those, you don't have to overthink any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if yeah. they're on different levels of calling each other out like if yeah. an acquaintance in one of your class does something a little weird the likelihood of you talking to them about it versus you talking to like a really really close friend about it is different yeah. but it's just kind of recognizing those boundaries and yeah just chilling <laughs> even because even with those boundaries it's like you're not gonna think about how do i approach my really like my best friend of five to ten years yeah. about how this thing bothered me. You're gonna know exactly what yeah. to do. You won't really have to think about it. And I think that's yeah. the thing. Like you just be comfortable and don't stress because friendships are beautiful and they all will happen naturally. And that's what you want yeah. because that's life. Cause life is natural and beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Love this friends. Wow. <laughs> well guys, we could probably talk about this for hours but we should wrap it up here. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope you like this episode. We are by no means experts at life, but it's cool to be able to share with you guys what we've learned about relationships. And I guess Loki brag about how amazing our friendship <laughs> is because that's what we did a lot in this episode. Um, like always, if you guys have any suggestions for what you'd like to hear us talk about next, or if you have any questions or just want to reach out to us, please feel free to contact us through our Instagram at the pen pod. You can also reach us at our email, which is thepenpot at gmail.com. We'll try to respond to you in a timely manner. As always, we hope you have a great weekend, week, day, or whenever you're listening to this. We'd love it if you tuned in again next week to hear us talk about Hindu festivals and traditional holidays. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.